listening to Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn. The thoughts and opinions expressed on Dunson may not be those of Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be our own. We just say shit. And if you'd like to say shit too, reach out. Dunson Show and TKDS Dunson, all at Instagram or on Gmail. Later on in the show, I'll be telling you even more ways to get in touch. Whether you're sending us your thoughts from afar or actually sitting with us Thursdays and sharing them, we want to hear it. And you can even send us real mail like pen pals, old school style. And gifts. Why not, right? Uh, no poop, Greg. All right, today is Saturday. August 8th, and this is episode number 143, and the title is... Refreshing. Bullshit. Portuguese. Alfalfa sprouts. Leather interior. Cabbage. Show! (laughs) That's right, this is the refreshing bullshit. Portuguese alpha alpha sprouts. Leather interior cabbage. Show! Yay! We thought about it in advance, and it means a lot to us. That's why we named it this. Okay, so last week's episode, I forgot to mention that my cat elaine me. No. <gasps> yeah, I don't know if you remember. Elaine, you look shocked. What, uh-huh. Chris? You're giving me a funny I, look. Like in Seinfeld, when Elaine goes, get out! And that's what your cat did. Like, cat pushed you like Elaine. No. Elaine would never do that. <laughs> you told your story when you was high? <laughs> no, she stole all my catnip when I wasn't looking. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So, it must have been bad. You must have deserved it. <laughs> oh, so now it's your catnip. I see how it is. Uh, I did get it for her. Just because you're the one that buys it and has the job. and That cat sits at home all day licking itself. It's, all, it's your catnip. Okay, yeah. I get it. Okay, I see where I've made the mistake, where I'm the problem. Yeah, it, it probably is a fuck you thievery, right? She's just stealing it, like, fuck you. Fuck you for the one can at night and one can in the day. I remember when I used to have food all day available to me like a fucking queen, and now I got to wait like a dog for you to feed me? Yeah. Yeah. That's that, definitely cat's fight. Yeah. She's also, like, knocking over my plants. Like, this morning, I made it more impossible for her to get to my catnip. It's my catnip. I bought it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. And Hi. I tend it. She she knocked over the mugwort into the fucking basil and rue. And it's like she was eating the basil. It's like, cat, what are you doing? And she's just trying to sneak some catnip. So I made it impossible and she knocked things over. So I don't know what I need to do to keep her away from it, but she's got a fucking serious problem. All right. Now, the notes that I'm missing have how we're going to introduce ourselves. Let's do this. Elaine, give me your favorite word. Um, happy. Great. Um, I was gonna say moist. I was gonna say moist just to annoy everyone. <laughs> why? <laughs> because everybody hates that word, and I don't know why. But they always say that's the worst word, and I was gonna say it just to fuck with everybody. But I'll and say they happy. hate it because it has a French sound to it. I like, like the word moist. Wow. Doesn't doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't understand the big to do about. Oh, moist is a disgusting word. <laughs> moist is like I a like peanut it. allergy and like fear of clowns. Oh, okay. Well, well, there's there's a, it has a lot of sounds in it. Moist. I was going to say, moist. I like moist um, a little bit better than I like scrod. Scrod. What in the fuck is that word? Nobody knows that word to hate that word. What is that word? What does it mean? Is that a food? Fu- what is that? A food? Is it a food? Type of fish. It's a fish. 
A scrod. A scrod. Is that a, a real bitch. word? Is that what it's called when you pronounce it right? Yeah. We need to drink. Come on down to Harker's Island with the high tigers. We'll catch some scrod. What? Is this there on this timeline only? This has always it's existed? Like Whatever you're talking yeah. about. What the fuck is scrod? All right. It's a fish. Well, that's fish. that's one of the words. And now I need an action. Fry. Fry? Yeah. Okay. Introduce yourself, sweetie pie, as a happy fry scrod. <laughs> I am? I guess I am. All right. Christina, introduce yourself as a happy fry scrod. <laughs> I am just the happiest fried squad that ever happened. <laughs> the one that completes me. Please introduce yourself as a happy fry squad. Scrod. I'm a happy fry squad, ironically. She was talking about me. <laughs> the one that actually <laughs> completes me. Please introduce yourself as a happy fry squad. Yeah, I'm a happy fry squad. Hello, I'm Bull. <laughs> Parker, could you please introduce yourself as a happy fry squad? I'm a happy fry squad, and the Rolling Stones sacrificed Brian Jones to Satan before the Altamont concert, where they also had the Hells Angels sacrifice somebody in the crowd while they were playing Sympathy for the Devil. And that's why Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, Charlie Watts, and uh, Bill Wyman can't die. Ah, but I'm in that movie. That Look checks at the front out. row. That fucking checks out. Speaking of you, cute stuff. Introduce yourself as a happy fry squad. That's it. That was it in fish. Perfection. And I am also a happy <laughs> fry scrod. So everything you're saying about the Rolling Stones checks out, especially just the fact that he died at the age of 27. Boom. Case closed. Case closed. Uh, he was 27? Movie. Yeah, I'm he's in, in that club. movie. I'm in that movie. Watch that Anita movie. Anita Pallenberg was a black witch, and uh, she had a freeway with Brian Jones and then Keith Richards and left Brian for Keith, and that's why Keith kind of quit the band and, and cut out. Also, he didn't want to do, like, the evil shit, like sacrificing animals, drinking blood, that kind of crap. But Keith Richards is all about it. Like, the, the Stones are all about it. And I have a, an album cover, and I'll send you a picture when I get home. That is a compilation they released uh, after Brian's death, so in the 70s. And uh, on the cover of it, it's the four members, the four living members of the Rolling Stones standing behind Brian Jones, wearing, like, eye coverings and holding different, like, sacrificial things. And on the back... So Brian Jones is standing on the other side of him, too, behind him. And uh, he's got a weird little smile on his face. He's holding a goblet with red liquid that one can only assume is blood and a little, like, plastic devil pitchfork. And, like, smiling at you. Like, hey. So he was in on it. It's not like they murdered him, technically. That was the whole plan. It's like, yeah, guys, sacrifice me to Satan and, uh, you know, live forever. That's what they did. Did Linda McCartney take that picture? <laughs> no? Yes? Do you guys want to drink to that? Let's drink to that. Can I drink? Yeah. Um, I have a story that that just reminded me of. I was very young. I was in the bathroom with my friend, and I was doing my hair, and this scary ghost man came up to me, and he goes, Jamming. And I'm like, ooh, chills. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And then I go upstairs, and this scary ghost man is talking to my friend's mother, and then I'm introduced to this scary ghost man. And I'm introduced to his daughters, and they have, like, 
blonde hair and white translucent skin. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's wearing like a trench coat and a scully pareo, a woolen trench coat in Mykonos in the summer. And I'm like, this is insane. And he buys like a Carolina painting from this woman, Carolina. And I'm like, what's going on? Everything is insane. And I hang out with him later on and I hang out with his kids and they're cool. and We're cool. And we get along. And then I tell my mother when I get home, I'm like, I met a scary ghost man and he had scary ghost children, but they're really nice. A little while later, a friend of my mother's comes up to me and she's like, you know, you met King Richard. Like what? Who? Yeah, that was Keith Richards, uh, scary ghost oh, man. So yeah. he wasn't actually a scary ghost man. Well, I don't know if he made a pact with the devil for the guy he's got sympathy for. By the way, <laughs> woo, yeah. woo! He will never be a scary ghost man because he's never dying. I hope so. I hope he he's never just dies. Just undying. He'll just like keep getting older and decaying and never actually die. So death becomes so him. The pact that they made. But Catherine, he was in the same house as you. No, he was in Mykonos. He was staying somewhere else. But how was he? You said you saw you went upstairs and you saw him? No, this was a restaurant. He was meeting my oh, friend's okay. mother at the restaurant or something, or they bumped into each other at this restaurant while he was staying in the island. And then I went upstairs from the bathroom. That was like a... Oh. I don't think it was... Well, I don't know if it was unisex or the, the sinks were unisex, but it was by the sinks. I'm pretty sure it was unisex. Like, it wasn't like there was a boys in a girls' room. And, you know... That's so creepy. What he is? just goes up, how old were you? Like 12, 13, something like that? 13, I think. I think I was 13. And he just walks by and he's just like, charming. Charming. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Yeah. And I was being gross. Like, I was taking my hair out and there was hair in the in the hair tie. So he wasn't, like, being a creep. He was, like, calling out the gross thing and calling me charming in, like, a ironic way, I guess. And then ironic, in an ironic way. Um, but, yeah, I thought he was a ghost. And then my mom saw Keith Richards at the... Supermarket, she's like, scary ghost. Man. No, it can't be. No, no, what? No. And then a little while <laughs> later, my friend's mother was like, you know, Keith and Patty Richards just love your daughter. And she's like, wait, what? And she realized in that moment that she wasn't going to tell me <laughs> for whatever reason. But her friend told me the moment she got drunk. And I was like, what? And that's when I got into. The Rolling Stones. I, I started listening to his music because I was like, what is this? And then I realized that it was in my favorite movie. But, uh, you know, Guns N' Roses had covered it and it was better than in the original. And it got me into much better music. So if the devil is listening, I've got some blood I could sign things with and a new pen. I just got a new quill pen and the animals were not harmed in the making. So let's drink to that. Hey, have you heard this story about the guy who sold his soul to the devil to play guitar? Not Robert Johnson, but this other guy, right? Sells his soul to the devil to really be really good at guitar. And he goes into town after he signed the contract and everything, picks up the first guitar he sees, and he just can't move his fucking fingers. He sucks at it. And he's like, uh, what's the deal, Satan? I sold you my eternal soul, and I thought I was going to be really good at guitar and shit. You know, I thought that was the way it's done. He's like, ah. I thought we'd get together maybe Monday afternoons, uh, I teach a couple of bar chords, maybe a pentatonic scale, maybe a Rolling Stone song. I wrote them all. You got to practice, buddy. So he really, or was he just a sleazy guitar teacher trying to get a student? I mean, aren't we all the devil, really? Let's no. drink to that. Yeah. Everyone, shut up! I want to hear this. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I mean, we're all both good and evil inside. Shut up! No. Oh, no. 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 
So you want to hear about my first time seeing the Stones? Yes. Yes. Uh, PLJ had a contest. What happened? We lost you. And postcards to win tickets. But here, cheers, Elaine. Oh, I sent in one. <laughs> you can't hear me? Uh-oh. I can now. Can't hear me? Okay. I sent in one postcard. My brother sent in 20. <laughs> I win the tickets. So I have to cut out of school in my school uniform, take the train into Manhattan, and go pick up my tickets. So I did. I watched people modeling, and I did the whole walk around the city thing because I cut school. And on the way back, on the train, I sit down, and across me is a guy jerking off. So I, of course, get up and walk. So he like my uniform, I guess. So I get up and I walk into the next car, and the the uh, conductor comes over and says, "Why'd you move?" I said, "There's a guy back there jerking off." So some lady jumps up and goes, "I'm a police officer. I'll get him." And runs into the car. But then we stopped in Jamaica, and he ran off. And she looks at me and she goes, "Do you want me to chase him?" <laughs> it's like, "No, you don't have to. He's gone." <laughs> and we went on our way. But. I got my tickets Rolling Stone. I was the only one who got to go. And they put on a really good show. So like you, I started buying their albums. Oh, my God. I've yeah. seen so many different people jerking off in different situations. Have you seen a lot of them? You have, right? Yeah. That's just yeah. your Rolling Stone well, jerking off story. Oh, yeah. Well, I wore a Catholic school uniform, too. So there were always cars pulling up to you, asking directions jerking off when they asked for the street behind them, you know. Stupid, stupid shit, yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. What? Catherine, the story's awesome. It's That's not awesome that it happens, but like, Jesus. No, it's, we, it's, it's always happens with all girls. Yeah, every girl has multiple, and then this creep was jerking off in public stories. I, I got a Rolling Stone story about jerk-offs. Okay. Well, I met I met so, Mick Jagger, so don't go, don't go like breaking my heart, okay? Okay, well, I wouldn't if I tried. Seventy-two in Cleveland, and they had tickets uh, to see him at the arena, wherever that is, like the big music venue in town, like the Coliseum or whatever. And uh, they get to there, they get to Cleveland a day early, and they're like walking around downtown, and they walk by this bar, and it says "Tonight Only" on the marquee, Johnny and the Jerkoffs. So they're like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, well, that sounds like a fun band." So they go in this bar, get a couple of drinks, and they're about to go walk outside to smoke, and there's a security guard at the door, and he says, no one goes in or out. He's like, okay, whatever. He looks on stage, and it's the fucking Rolling Stones playing at that club as Johnny and the Jerkoffs. That's like a pseudonym they use. that They can play a club day the day before they play a big arena. I always thought that was pretty cool. Oh. Johnny and the Jerkoffs. Love it. Kathy, were any of these situations consensual, or they were all like what forced upon? What are you talking about? He's talking about you watching guys jack off. The public masturbators are generally non-consensual. Yeah, no, there's nothing (laughs) consensual about a situation in which you're a human being existing in public, and then some fucking creep is jerking off in some other scenario. No. No, when I say, hey, Elaine, was that your first public masturbation story? I definitely was not like, you know, 
talking about the yeah. time that you know you got weird with somebody you were hooking up with and you're like let's do weird shit in public no no it's the people who are creeps who are doing weird shit in public outside of fucking schools and other weird locations trains a lot on trains that happens a lot in their cars i don't know anyway what what was the question though I was just thinking, like, I've seen some things at Bizarre Bush Link that, like, that, but, you know, obviously that's, like, for an audience. Like what? What do you mean? No. My show or other shows? Uh, what? Oh, no, no, other shows, other shows. Well, it's not the same as if you're fucking in the woods and somebody comes along and catches you. It's somebody yeah. who's jerking off, like, on purpose. I mean, I was a little, I was young and I was fucking his guy and I looked up and his father was looking out the window watching us. And I remember I didn't know if I should stop, tap him on his shoulder, or keep going. So I just closed my eyes. What the were you, fuck? Were you on the lawn? <laughs> so I just closed my eyes? Are you the person who's like, let me play my music louder when the brakes are, like, screeching? Yeah. Me too. Me. <laughs> I'm not judging. I just identify it. <laughs> what were you saying, Chris? I was wondering, were you in the backyard? Like, why were you so close to a window that... The father could see you. It was a rich house in like Bay. No, not even. What's the really rich place out there? Like Bayville, Oyster Bay Cove, where it was like, you know, it was like a Frank Lloyd Wright. It was a weird rich house where the one top overflowed the bottom. You know, I don't know. It was a really rich kid's house. Okay, was it owned by Epstein? I, <laughs> Weinstein. Was it Epstein? Hmm. No, it was something like that. I didn't know what to do. I was like 15. You know, what did I know? So, Melissa would appreciate me telling this story. It's fairly recent. Uh, last Halloween, we were playing a show at this shop in Greenville that a, a guy who's like a welder artist owns. So it's all like industrial and stuff he's welded together, big, big weird, weird sculptures. And there were these two guys dressed there, older dudes. And one of them had a Thunder Buddy onesie on, like he's Ted from the movie Ted. The other guy had a Winnie the Pooh onesie. And uh, we're standing in a circle behind there smoking cigarettes. Melissa's directly across from me. So we're all looking this way. She's looking that way over my shoulder. And these two guys are like standing against the wall. And the guy in front has his hand back here and he's jerking the guy off in his, his onesie, like trying to be nonchalant about it. I guess they were together or at least friendly. That's not really a thing you do for strangers unless there's money involved. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, you could do it I for strangers. It was a onesie. Uh, a onesie? You said he was wearing a onesie? Yeah. Yeah, Like those, those so zip-up animal costumes? Yeah. So oh, oh, like a furry. No, no, it wasn't like a furry with the head. It was just like a onesie with the hood and, like, ears. Like a Halloween costume. It was a Halloween party. Wait, wait, and, and a trap door. What? Oh, yeah, <laughs> trap door to that. I think okay. he had a... Yeah, I think he had buttons, so the guy was able to, like, reach in the front behind uh -huh. his back, which you get that angle. I guess it's like you're doing it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. But, yeah, does that count? That's somebody jerking someone else off. It's not really someone jerking off in public. No, that is not really what we're talking about, because that also happens. That's just sex acts you've witnessed in public. Well, but the guy was making eye contact with Melissa. That's the end of the story, like, the whole time it was going on. Oh. Well, what's that called? Is it a voyeur or a voyeur? They like being watched. Christine. Exhibitionist. Yeah. No, it's like a voyeur and a voyeur. 
Right. If they like being watched, they're uh, an exhibitionist. And if they like watching, they're a voyeur. I don't know if there's a voyeur that's res- that's that's I like being observed. Fine. <laughs> then it's a voyeur. Like You're, yeah. But I think you have to like it. So speaking of words, word of the day, uh, Yosemite. This is a word you should scream if you hear it. Yosemite. <laughs> also, Thailand. Uh, that just happened. This just in. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I do not. Well, President Trump. Watch your fucking language. Be- Air quotes when you say that shit. <laughs> or mashed potato or, you know. Well, he's talking about our great public parks, and instead of saying Yosemite, he reads uh, up Yosemite. <laughs> Although, I mean, isn't it like tomato, tomato? No. Yeah. <laughs> when they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, towering sequoias, their love of country grows stronger, and they know that every American has truly a duty to preserve this wondrous inheritance, and that's what they're doing, and that's what we're doing. So he actually said Yosemites, when you gaze upon Yosemites. That's fucking weird. And now we're going to play Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> Once more, your foreign competitors move their factories to prevent the level playing field and to avoid liability, shifting production to Thailand and to Vietnam. Thailand and Vietnam, two places that I like their leaders very much. They're very nice to us. Do they take advantage of the United States? Not so much anymore. But this time, there was one big difference. Instead of an administration that sold out American workers and sold your company out and couldn't have cared less for you, you finally had a president who stood up for the American worker. So that's crazy. Uh, I don't know if you caught that. But he says something about shifting production to Thailand and about how they've taken advantage. I want to say that this is all weird messages that he's sending to Jizz Lane in prison. (laughs) They gaze upon Yosemites. And they are shifting production over to Thailand and something about taking advantage. I don't know. Say no more. I need no more proof I of it. He was supposed to start talking by now. Has she released any um, testimony? or? I'm not sure. I've heard that names have been released and that there's a list of them and that like Stephen Hawking is on that and that Bill Clinton is on that list. I don't know that any of it's true. I've shared the articles. I didn't necessarily look at them and I certainly didn't fact check. I should have mentioned that we don't fact check. We don't fact check. Yeah, we don't fact check. But no, I have no she idea. Yet, yeah, so no. Good, I guess. No, she's not been suicided. So those are the words of the day, and now let's get to the news. What the fuck is going on with Beirut? And like, why would you put a bunch of explosives in one place? Like, why would you confiscate explosives and then be like, you know what's a good idea? Let's put them all in one location, and let's not really guard that location. It just seems <laughs> like a bad let's idea. Not store them properly. Yeah. Like, one bad yeah. idea after another. Why? Why? Money's got to be involved. Money's got Somebody's getting paid off to ignore it. Incompetence. And then, yeah. were there really a bunch of other explosions? Because I shared a meme that I absolutely didn't fact check. And I don't even know if it's true. But somebody said that it happened within 48 hours. A bunch of explosions. No, we're talking about Beirut, the country, not the band, right? 
No, yes. the the band. No, yes, of course. Um, yeah, but in addition to that, there were other other explosions as, as well as an explosive rock concert with Beirut the band. Okay. No, I think that was fake news. What my uh, meme? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think that sounds. It's gonna you know happen. Fake news is like phonetically identical to "fuck you." Is, is that fake a news. weird fuck coincidence? You. What? Fuck you, fake news. It's yeah, fuck you. I, I don't listen to that. It's just fuck you. It's fiction. Somebody used the word fiction. He couldn't figure out the word fiction. I'm sick of the word fake news. It's fiction. Sorry. That's personally really bothers me. Okay. What about so alternative facts or alternate facts? Do you remember that fucking? Yeah. Alt right. Yeah. Alt facts. Alt right. We had a word. It was perfectly good before any of that. Fiction. 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 Brought to you by Charles Jones. Thank you, Bull. When I was younger, it took me a while to learn the difference between fiction and not fiction. You know, like some words, like I just had to keep learning it because I couldn't remember. Like nonfiction means non-false. And um, I was I was just slow to develop is all I'm saying. Two, neg- two negatives make a positive. I love that shit. Is Logic. That in, like 1984, that's the thing they do. Sorry, Catherine. Double speak? Double speak, yeah. Uh, speaking of 1984, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but there is a case of a landlord being beheaded with a samurai sword in Connecticut, Victor King, uh, for trying to collect rent. Fiction. That is real news, but it sounds to me like 1984 news, the kind that they make up to make it sound plausible so that you believe there's a problem. And, I mean, at least we know that there's something moving forward with, with this rent thing. If they're pushing beheading stories with fucking samurai swords, uh, that's amazing. So uh, I don't know if you heard a couple episodes ago, Parker mentioned that he is crafting a DeLorean. He's working on uh, Back to the Future 2 DeLorean. It flies. It's got other mods, but you know. If you know, you know. And if you don't, you don't deserve to know. But he just got the seat, the passenger seat and he assembled it while we're doing this episode eventually you will be able to see these things but right now you'll just have to take our word for it or maybe we'll share pictures if, we're, if someone's screenshotting as we speak if we can get back to the beheading how long <laughs> do you think the landlord had to get away because you figure you have to lift up the sword and approach someone there would be time to run in another room escape how do you see that coming and not just get get out of there did you really victim blame a beheading victim well, <laughs> like at what point will men stop victim blaming chris i'm sorry the one that completes me what'd you say parker i mean you gotta wonder what led up to that in the situation because you don't just jump to well i can't pay rent this month <laughs> guess i better chop my landlord up with a samurai sword it's he you know it. there had he to be a conflict deserved it did anybody, does anybody watch The Walking Dead? It's a katana. It's fast. It's like guts through head like butter. Well, Corey Hanzo's feel. Kill Which Bill. Say, what? Like Kill Bill, exactly. Yola, what'd you like say? butter. It slices and dices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have not seen it, but I believe you. Or do we want to switch gears, or do we want to talk about that fucking kid in Jersey, the TikTok guy? No, fuck it. Let's talk about it. And and then let's go into some more TikTok shit. News is insane this week. There was a kid in Jersey that, like, killed his neighbor on TikTok to get TikTok fame. Did you hear it, share it, read it? I shared it. Okay, fuck it. We'll move on. Let's go to more TikTok shit. What? I saw the thing you sent. 
Yeah, did you read it? I did. Like, I was a pipsqueak. Yeah. He looks like the kind of pricks I've dated in the past. And I'm mad at myself because they all are crazy because they, I see them in all of these news things. And I'm like, wow, I've had horrible taste. It's why I quit dating for the longest time because I just had horrible taste. I was like, I can't do this. I'm bad at it and I'm never going to be good at it. And that's what I noticed when I saw that fucking weasel piece of shit who like killed his neighbor on TikTok for TikTok fame. Like what delusions is he experiencing that he's like, I need that TikTok fame. Speaking of TikTok fame. I don't know if you guys remember the Tulsa rally was allegedly sabotaged by TikTok, right? TikTok users. Does anybody remember that? But anyway, cut to this week. Now Trump is like trying to shut down TikTok. What were you going to say, Christina? I definitely saw that same exact plan in um, Facebook and also on Twitter. I am not on TikTok because I am too old, but um, <laughs> it wasn't only TikTokers. Perhaps they were, uh, you know, a large or vociferous force. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was funny. That definitely happened that people uh, requested like a million tickets and then, you know, only a few thousand showed up. Um, well, that was a, that was really an excuse because it's not like they would stop people from lining up outside. They were just trying to explain a low attendance. Mm-hmm. A little bit of both. None of it makes sense, and we can talk about it more in conspiracies, or I could just say it fucking now. Fuck it. I'm drunk. I won't I, remember to say it later. What were you saying, Elaine? But I want to show you the cute little goat I see on TikTok right now. I want to see it. We want to <laughs> see it. Share that goat. Share that goat. How um, do I do that? I Put it in the links. Copy, paste it, put it in the links, and we'll all see it. Or you can put it in the the chat. But, yeah. So. Right. So. Fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, Oh, so speaking of conspiracies, higher education is a racket. And uh, people may benefit from learning things, but uh, student loans and that whole system has got to go. Also, I found out this week I'm over $50,000 in debt to the Department of Education and uh, I'm not eligible to go back to school until I pay that off. Like, that's what they said. You, can you pay you know, $47,000 right now over the phone? Uh, no. That's like a fucking car or like a shitty house. Like I don't have that kind of money. It's like, well, can you pay 90%? It's 41000 blah, blah, blah. Like, give me another number. Like, you fucking crazy? This is a giant fucking waste of time. Which is what I said to her on the phone, and she was like, "Thank you, sir. Have a nice day." Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> She's just doing <laughs> her job. Usually, you could kind of like talk them down. Go on. Find that they usually will try and work out a deal with you just so they get something, like even fifty bucks. The fact that they asked for like the full amount, like do you have a credit card ready for forty-seven thousand dollars? Says, like, I, I don't think they were really trying that hard with you. Or I wonder if you were even really talking to an actual Department of Education employee. It sounds almost like too, too ridiculous. Well, it was an 800 number that I was given by the school that I applied to that they told me to call. Oh, okay. So, so the school will let you attend unless you, what, get them to control? Or what, what's the uh, I don't know. I've been trying to get up with the school, but they're all closed because of COVID and they're only doing uh, phone interviews. So I, I got accepted. I got my transcripts sent. Oh, great. So Fiction. Fiction. 
Bitches. Fake news. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, guys, let's talk shit about our pets. Let's do this. Let's fucking do this. I did say some things at the top about my cat stealing catnip, knocking over some plants, just being a fucking maniac. Uh, I also want to mention that Bull pointed out my dog is a fucking pig. I love her, but she's a pig. Trixie, you sitting here. She's not farting. She's a beast. Um, we got her a slow feeder because she inhales her food to the point where it's a problem and she could probably choke to death because she's just inhaling it. So we got a slow feeder and now she wants to be fed two hours earlier. Bull predicts it's because she wants to get a head start on her food. Because it takes her so what long. What is this slow feeder? Yeah, what kind, like, of, yeah. what kind? Is it the like the rug kind or the what? The little maze kind? Like, what kind of slow feeder? Is it the kind that's like a rug, or is it the kind that's got, like, a maze compartment type of thing, you know? Or I want to say it's the maze kind. So it's basically a big three-cup flat plate bowl that's got, like, cutouts of bones and little, like, pegs to, like, you know, create a maze for her to eat around. And instead of it eating everything in under two minutes, she now takes up to eight minutes was the first day. I've got to test her time now. Because I'm sure she's gotten faster at it. And the funny thing is, I got her food with peas in it. So she'll, like, lick the little, like, ball of pea and get really frustrated because she can't get the individual peas out. So at the end, it'll just be, like, a bunch of balls of peas in this slow feeder. Ball of pea. Ball of pea is the most metal band name I've ever heard. Coming up next is ball of pea! We're ball of pea tonight only at the garden. Fiction. Aww. Uh, so Mr. Cute you. spilled your drink before our episode, Elaine. It was adorable. I know. Now he's in. Now he's in the other room in his little bat cave or dog cave or whatever you call it. He's made a little cave under a chair in the foyer, and that's where he sleeps now. He's he's the king of his cave. That's where he sleeps, and that's where he. He did that a long time ago when we first got him, and then he stayed out here when Cutler was here, and now. Since Cutlet's gone, he goes to go back to his cave. So I don't know if he just thinks it's safer out there or he likes having his own room. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. He's still a bad dog. He's no, bad dog. he's an angel. I love him. <laughs> My cat is stronger than I think. Just bad a reminder dog. that your animal is probably stronger than you think. She stole a microphone. My cat straight up fucking stole a microphone and took the mic fuzzy, the, the boom, fu like that. The cover off, just so she could play with it. But I don't know where the microphone is now. So that is how strong so, my little cat is. We had to put Willie in a box during the hurricane and bring him out here to my parents' house because you know we left and we we're gonna leave him. He was not happy about it because he used to live here and there were like three other cats that he doesn't get along with and two dogs. So we had to like put all of the animals in their own separate room. <laughs> World War Three. And a hurricane going on outside. So that was the that animal was hotel. Get a room and a dog. Get a room and a cat. What you want? My dog is a big baby about rain. She did not like the hurricane. Would not go outside in it. Oh, at all? <laughs> not at yeah. all. But mine vibrates. Vibrates like like a million miles an hour. Oh. Mine just hides under Mine's, the bed. Go on. What? Mine's not scared. She just um, hates the rain. And it was really fun when we were living in Portland because it rains basically all <laughs> all winter and most of the spring. And um, 
you know, she'll she'll just really get upset about having to be, you know, forced to go outside to do her business. And she looks up at me with her big brown eyes and she's like, human, it's broken out. Fix it. <laughs> I think you have to buy her one of those funny little raincoats and the little boots. Oh, I yeah. She doesn't like the boots. <laughs> I love the way dogs walk in those boots. I love <laughs> The goofy little prance. They're like, oh, 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 I can't. I can't. My feet. My feet. I love it. I w- <laughs> yeah, I never tried them. Now I'm going to have to get boots for the dog. Okay? I'm going to have to. We'll video that. I'll video that. Yes. <laughs> yes, please do. And you can put it on Dunson Show or TKDS Dunson Instagram. Please do. All right. I was uh, grooming my dog the other day with a brush. And then the cat kind of like jumped in. Like, I need to be involved. And then, like, I brushed her a little bit as my dog kind of walked away. Then my dog ran at me and barked, like, what is this? Why are you doing this? And then she, like, pushed her head under so that I would, like, pet her. And then I realized that she was being really aggressive. And then she, like, barked at the dog. Like, they- there was, like, a lot of aggression going on between these animals. It was amazing. Fiction. Wow. No, no you're wow. her minion. You don't-, you don't understand your part in her life. You're the minion you pet. When I come over and put my hand underneath your hand, my head underneath your hands, that means pet me, and that means pet me now. Uh huh. Minion. We're all just minions. Don't tell me none of none of you have not had that same experience where they lay on their back and say, "Pet my belly." <laughs> Willie does that every day. In fact, multiple times in the day, and he'll like yell at you if you don't pet him. If you don't pay him enough attention, it's like, dude, I'm doing something here. Fucking have your own life. Like, yeah, go chase a fucking lizard or something. You know, go play with goddamn rubber band. I'm sorry, you're bored. Oh They're not God. here to fucking entertain you. Rubber band's bad animals. for your animals. And they want their, they want their, when they want their catnip, they want their catnip. Just remember that, Catherine. You're there to buy the catnip. That's what no. you're there for. No. And she's been doing some fuck you shit. So I cleaned her cat litter box, right? And then the next day I go to clean it again and there's no fucking cat litter. Like, no shit, rather. There's no shit. There's pee. There's just shit. And I'm like, what's going on? Where are these shits? There's a whole day of shit that I need to see. And I'm beginning to wonder, is she, like, just eating, like feeding it directly to my dog? Or is she fuck you shitting in things in the house? Like, do they have a little thing worked out where the dog's like, I'll get it directly from the source. I like it fresh. Like, don't make it weird. Don't put gravel in it. Like, what, what the fuck is going on? And why wasn't there any shit in the box? Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Oh, my God. Dogs like cat shit. It's it's well, the cat's got a rabbit. I love that. That's a great joke. <laughs> no, it's a true story. But thank you. Is the cat selling its shit, or is there does the dog do something in return? That's like a yeah. I want to know. I really want to know. I want to know what the 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 exchange is because I don't know that the cat's just doing it for the dog, right? Like the cat's got to get something out of it. Is the dog eating catnip and passing it through its body, and that's like what the, why the cat wants to eat his shit? No, the cat is. Oh wait, the dog eats cat shit. The cat doesn't eat dog shit. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, it's not like, and I don't think my dog wants the catnip so much that she's willing to eat it out of my cat shit. Um, I think my cat, I think my dog just likes it for the cat shit. I don't think she's in it for anything that's in the cat shit. Unless there's like an ingredient missing from her diet that I could just give her, and she'd stop eating cat shit. Shit. Yeah, she's a dealer. She's a fucking straight up dealer. Even today, I like looked at the water, and all of a sudden, in the water, you've got like a little bit of cat food. It's like, why is there cat food in my dog's water? Like, what the fuck do you guys have worked out right now? 
sickos. And my dog ate aluminum foil. I left the house for one hour, and there was aluminum foil everywhere. So I don't know if it's going to come out of my dog or if I need to, like, take her to a professional. What? You're the problem. How dare you? I'm not the problem. Here he comes. Does the cat drink the dog's water? Yeah. Yeah, she does. Yes, I'm lying. I'm drunk. (laughs) The cat absolutely does. But that's not what happened. She dropped it in. Like, I think she's like, I'll give you some now. Just make sure you stay the fuck away from my human. I sleep in the bed, not you. I don't know what they've got worked out, but it's something. All right, so I'm going to do plugs. If anybody has plugs, please do that now. Let me know things. Anybody, you want uh, to raise awareness about anything or talk about something that you're up to? Let's hear it. And after these plugs, we will be doing a lot of talks about fun conspiracies and other shit. WSFLhomegrown.bandcamp.com as the last seven years of shows have produced for 106.5 WSFL featuring local artists from North Carolina and all of these shows are available to download for free. However, if you choose the pay what you want option, you can make a donation directly to the National Independent Venue Association to save independent music venues all over the country like the 930 Club in D.C. or the Black Cat also in D.C., or the Poor House in Raleigh, or uh, what's a good one in New York? Do you remember, you remember what music venues were, anybody? Has it been too long? Been too long. The Knitting Factory? Is that still a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. I think. Okay. Bowery Ballroom, right? That still exists. Bowery Ballroom. That's right. Cake Shop. Pianos. Like Jerome's. I don't know. I might be off the rails with that. So I'm pleased to announce that Radio Free Brooklyn is now up for Best Nonprofit or Some Award with the Dime Best of Brooklyn Award. So you have until November 3rd. You can vote once per day if you'd like to see us get that, whatever that is. We don't know. But if you go to the website, you can find out more about that. It's exciting. I don't even know what it is, but I'm excited about it. So, friends, COVID dis- uh, is disrupting everyone's lives right now. I don't even want to do this because it's not true anymore, but it is. We- oh. What? What were you going to say? No, this. I was going to Facebook to find Bernie's, um, the Bernie protest on the 8th where they want to bring him back, right? So I click it open, and some girl that I'm friends with in Texas keeps, even though Texas is doing bad, She's now pissed. She's blaming the whole lockdown is the reason her life isn't good. Her friends are losing. I said, no, it's the virus. Oh, go listen to Dr. Fucci and his sad quarantine theories. I want to kill her, and I don't even know her. Do you understand how frustrating it is that these people still cannot understand that it's a pandemic, it's a virus, it's bad, even if they're sitting in the middle of it? They still believe Trumpy. She wears Trump masks when she wears a mask. What do you mean a Trump mask? You you can buy them. There's whole Trump boots, T-shirts, There's a Trumpy bear, too, with that American flag inside it. Yeah, Yeah, I I know about Trumpy bear, but I always thought it was a joke, but apparently it's real. I don't understand it. Oh, it's a joke, and it's real. Yeah, I know. It's the lockdown that killed the economy, she says, not... The, not the pandemic, it's the lockdown. She's a lunatic. Isn't that the response to the pandemic? So aren't we just splitting hairs over semantics here? No, she's fucking nuts. That's what it's well, about. Yeah, probably... crazy trying to uncut crazy, so. She'll probably be you. dead soon, though, so at least there's a silver lining. Yeah. No, so well, that's, that's why I was hoping, I was ho- not hoping that she'd get it, but I was hoping that she would see what it co- what damage it causes like it did here. 
and she's not seeing that even though being in the middle of it she's still saying it's shouldn't be locked down and we don't have to wear masks if we don't want to i can't understand that mentality it makes me crazy willful ignorance Mm-hmm. I refuse to learn. I refuse to know things that experts say. Yeah, let's blame Fuchi for the for the bad news. What, what you mean? You mean plants need water, like out the toilet? I never seen plants <laughs> out like, the toilet. Like, come on, that's stupid. Yeah, cognitive cognitive disassociates. I can't say it. Cognitive cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Thank you. Dark side of the moon and Wizard of Oz together. Your brain makes it work. So that's an example of positive cognitive dissonance. Friends, COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives right now, and Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we've made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our host, staff, and the community at large. We've closed both our studios and canceled important live events, but our hosts are still bringing you new original programming and broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios or by selecting the best rebroadcasts of their past shows. With the most of our revenue streams evaporated, we need your help. We realize you may be hurting too, but if you can't afford a small donation, it would go a long way toward helping us stay on the air. There are three ways you can help. First, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate where you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks. You can also use your phone to text RFE Give 5 that's R-F-E-G-I-V-E-5, to the number 44321. It only takes a moment, and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you shop on Amazon, you can go to amazon.com slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. When you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFE, and it will cost you absolutely nothing. No donation is too big or too small whatever you can afford will make a huge difference we thank you from the bottom of our hearts and we wish all of our listeners health and happiness as we weather this storm together also i've mentioned before that dun sun finally has a p.o box we do want you to send us things keep the post office doing its thing the p.o box is 1369 broadway the P.O. Box number is 210-363, Brooklyn, New York, 11221. Again, buy stamps, send us mail. Let's keep this shit going. If you'd like to call, you can call 805-464-6889. Again, 805-464-6889. You can also email Show or tkdsdunson at gmail.com or uh, on Instagram are ways to get in touch with us. I think that's everything. Do vote for Dime. Also, go to go to RFE and find out more about how to vote for it. All right, we're back, guys. Spying on hotel guests. You want to talk about this? Oh, doo-doo beans, actually, Bull. Let's talk about doo-doo beans. He's been calling my dog's poops doo-doo beans. Doo-doo beans. Doo-doo beans. Huh. Well, you got to explain to them what beans are. Everybody knows what beans are. Everybody's had a cat, and everybody's loved a cat. Everybody knows what beans are, right? Do you mean legumes? They're little footsies. Negative. They're little squish beans. Negative. They're beans. So he calls oh, her yes. little squish the, beans doo-doo beans. Beans are the little pads on the bottom. Is that a Hemingway? Or does Hemingway, do Hemingway cats have thumbs? Those have thumbs. Okay. They're called polydactyl. Like rabbit turds? What are we talking about? Rabbit turds? Right? What? No. The kitty cats have toe beans on their feet, and sometimes they give you the toe beans. Sometimes they don't give you the toe beans, but sometimes you take the toe beans just because you want the toe beans. Everybody takes and then the you toe get beans. The Everybody takes toe beans. That's how they pay for things. In fact, I bet the dog is getting toe beans no. in exchange for the poop. The dog's Six getting seven. the poop. How would she also <laughs> get the toe beans? 
I got this. I got this thing all confused. I know it doesn't make any sense. What is the cat getting out of it? There's no sense. motive. It doesn't make sense. We got to find out. Your cat's shit. It's just a thing he does instinctively. And if, oh, this article is all about hoverboards, by the way. Amazing. And if you at home know why my yeah. dog is able to get the sweet, sweet dumpling straight from the source, please message us or mail us 1369 Broadway P.O. Box 210-363, Brooklyn, New York, 11221. I really want mail. Um, you should set up a wildlife camera in your apartment like to film them when you can't see it. I did. Ha! <laughs> He did once. I, I want to actually set up, set up a camera that is the Trixie cam so that there's, like, one of our cameras on the show is Trixie. I think that would be great. She's right here sitting next to me, just being being a little fart box. So, Christina, you sassed Bull about three stars. You were like, uh, <laughs> I'm just, I was so upset that. Yeah, that was real name, government name. I just. So, yeah, sass. So, Bull. Yay. So Bull is staying in a COVID hotel. Uh, I don't know. Let's just fucking talk about it. He was given a meal with meat the first night, and I was so distraught that, that he was given meat. And Christina was so distraught that he thought a street three-star hotel was upscale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's upscale for a free COVID hotel. Let me put it that way. Is that better? Yeah. It's not a five-star. I mean... <laughs> Uh, you just said, hey, it's a pretty upscale place. And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, three stars is the minimum for me. Hey, <laughs> really? The risk is like hillbilly. What's a COVID hotel? <laughs> a COVID it's... hotel is. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, no, you're you're the one staying there. You explain it. It's just a, a mandatory free stay for people who need uh, to stay or have been exposed to uh, COVID. And he's been using it to spy on all the smokers and uh, that lady with the taxi and all the women without bras. That's what he's using his window for. Fiction. No, it's fact. And I visited him the other day. Well, what's the story? Like, uh, you were, I'm guessing you were exposed? No, I, uh, no, I flew in from Texas, so Texas is hot right now, so uh, there's a mandatory. You stayed there just for two weeks. I have to stay there for 14 days, yep. And uh, our house doesn't have two bathrooms, and that's a requirement if you've been exposed or coming from somewhere like that. So um, they pay. It's it's free, and they give me three meals a day, and uh, they're going to provide my ride back to the house also. They finally started giving him three actual vegetarian meals. What were you saying, Parker? <laughs> I was just saying, it sounds like people actually give a fuck about people up there instead of, um, you know, not like they do down. I paid $190 to get a COVID test. The job wouldn't give us any time off. And that's kind of the reason Amy's dead now. Not that she got COVID, but, you know, couldn't come to work. And they weren't going to pay her to do her health insurance. It sounds like they're doing it in New York, not here. Do you want to talk about that? Because you were you were sharing a picture of a cat earlier, and we we could have talked about that when we we're talking about animals. But your friend that passed, do you have anything? Do you want to? Yeah, that's that's a story. He's about ten and hates everyone and everything. And the guy I work under directly, and the two program directors, uh, uh, Colleen and Cindy, went to her house and picked up her animals and tried to figure out what to do with that. And they got the dog adopted. They got the nice cat adopted, but Story's having trouble finding a home, and right now he's uh, 
living in a place that's not great for him with some people that are allergic to cats. They just feel, you know, a moral obligation to do the least picking. I had that same situation, Parker, and a guy died in the house, and my friend's cat was with him, so I brought it to a cat sanctuary, and they found a home for the nice cat, my friend's cat, but the other cat didn't like anybody, and they ended up keeping it at the sanctuary, so you might want to call a couple cat people that understand that some of them just are lovable only to one person. <laughs> right. Or yeah, only I, like I, I reached out to someone in Greenville. It's about, uh, it's like the next big town here. And um, found an organization that's that might be interested in taking him. Also found some people that might want to help him. So I found yeah, those resources saying. and gave them to the person who was in charge of it and what they do with this. Well, the Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Bridge Cat Sanctuary were in really nice people, but they just, because of COVID, they just had to close down the place you could go pet the cats, the, the cat cafe that they had that you could go in because too many people would be coming in and petting the cats and having COVID and blah, blah, blah. So they had to get rid of all those cats. So you might have, you might have to really search around. Well, he's in North Carolina, so he'd really have to search around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people just let shit go here. And it, it, becomes, it becomes one with the wild. I forgot to do well, this. I bought a product. Let's try it. It's lipstick. Look at it. It's Send Nudes. Yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah, it yeah. adorable? Look at me. I'm going to put it on. Do you like it? Can you still see it? What? Oh, my God. We tried stuff. Yay. Now give us things. Yay. Just kidding. Let me, now, wait, wait. Smack your lips. Let me see the smack your lips thing. That ah, it? that's it. That, that's what makes it. Yeah. We have to really wait, try things. Hey, do that one more time. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. I got to get it for a screenshot. Yeah, look at that. Beauty. Ooh. <laughs> got it. Perfect. So, yeah, um, I wanted to try this. It's called Send Nudes, and it's got this cute little thing in it, like a little noodle plate, and it's different locations and foods. All right, let's talk about conspiracies because we have to get out of here, but I wanted to mention this on this episode before we do. If anybody's got anything to add, let's add it. So, I mentioned the, the, the TikTok thing, right, the Tulsa thing. I do want to keep in, keep in mind, nobody was going to that fucking rally to begin with. So suddenly, like, TikTok sank that rally. Something about that was suspicious then. And then if you keep in mind that, like, all the crazy, like, conspiracy theorists are like, oh, they're trying to implant us with chips. And they're like, oh, Bill Gates is the one that's trying to implant us with chips. So you've got this thing that doesn't make sense about TikTok supposedly sinking a rally nobody wanted to go to, and now all of a sudden uh, Trump thinks that they're a security breach. My guess is he read the user agreement and was like, whoa, what are people agreeing to? Uh, because it, I, I don't think he actually read anything, but if he did, it was probably just yeah, the user agreement. Like he was like, yeah. He was, no, 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 no. He thinks because they're owned by China, that's why the kids got together and tanked his his rally, when in actuality they did it just like that Area 51 thing where just people got it snowballed into everybody doing it. You know, kids get involved. Sometimes everybody just does it, does it. Area TikTok 51 being the invite thing. to Area 51 that was on Facebook and then had to be shut down because nobody could rush Area 51. That is the reference. Go on, yeah? <laughs> it's for those at but home. That's basically, but that's basically the same thing. It, just, it was just a snowball effect. The kids said, let's tank his rally. Everybody get tickets. They all talk on TikTok. I've seen it. I've watched people do it at shows. I know what it is. But 
I wouldn't use it as being an older person, but he he wouldn't use it being an older person, but he knows that China has it, so he can blame it all back to he's following a conspiracy theory. Trump's actually fell right into that trap. He's just mad because he believed it when they said, oh, uh, you know, a million RSVPs, and they thought, oh, okay, well, if we've got a million, then probably a couple hundred thousand will actually show up, and then, like, (laughs) six to twelve thousand actually showed up, and he was sad. He was a sad panda, so, um, you know, that's that's all it is. Getting a shit about himself. Like, there's real fucking problems, buddy. I'm sorry nobody showed up to your party that you and your... I don't think Trump... I don't think Trump ever progressed past that developmental point when you can distinguish yourself as a separate person from other people. I think he still oh. thinks that the whole world revolves around him and he's the only one. Yeah. yeah. That oh, sounds yeah. about right. All right, guys, parting thoughts. Thank you all for being here. You got no thoughts. <laughs> don't think. That's the thought. Fiction. Fiction. <laughs> Shout out to Tony Cobain. I cannot wait to get that shirt. It should be coming soon, and you will be hearing Tony Cobain hopefully on next week's episode. That will be our musical guest. I'm excited about it. Hopefully you are as well. Thank you all so much for doing this show and making this possible. Hey, Kurt, it's me, your cousin Tony. Tony Cobain. You know that grungy sound you've been looking for? Listen to this. Check you all out here next week on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you and good night. You guys want to say hi to my grandma? Hi. Hey, grandma. Wait. Grandma, you want to tell them about the cats you don't like? Yes. I want to hear about it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Under the bed. Under the bed? He'll go out. Is that Luna, the white one? Luna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love the other one to come in. Which which one do you like? Like uh, Hannah's cat. Oh, Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a fluffy that. gray cat. What do you think of Mac though? He's a, he's fun. Yeah. He don't bother nobody. He used to come and stay at your house when he was mm-hmm. a little kitten. Yeah, he'd sit in the lap. Mm-hmm. He'll come to me every now and then. Mm-hmm. But Ellie's got where she'll sit in the lap. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think she's going back out. Love you too, Grandma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take a picture. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, Grandma. Nice meeting you guys.